Time may be running out for Donald Trump's efforts to extend his presidency. Electoral College members are scheduled to cast their votes on December 14th. So what is likely to happen? Will Joe Biden officially be named president-elect? Well, joining us with more is the president of Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton. His latest book is A Republic Under Assault, The Left's Ongoing Attack on American Freedom. Tom, it's always good to talk to you. First, tell us about some new documents Judicial Watch has received about election security, specifically in Georgia, from 2016 during the Obama administration. Tell us what you found. Why is that important now in 2020? Well, the documents show that then-Secretary of State for Georgia, Brian Kemp, who is now governor, had complained that the Obama Department of Homeland Security had been snooping around the Secretary of State's website to trigger some warnings about uh, improper uh, scanning of the system. Now, the IG looked into the Obama DHS scanning of the Secretary of State websites, and it wasn't just Georgia, but other states as well, and found that it was innocent. But it's hard to take that seriously on his face when um, they hid the fact that documents detailing what went on were lost. And what do you think of the court challenges fought thus far by the president's legal team and others like Sidney Powell? Many people say there have been no big victories. They ask, where's the evidence? Well, you know, I think the courts are afraid to deal with the consequences of elections that were compromised in multiple states. And uh, it may ultimately be up to the Supreme Court to step in. Texas just filed a major lawsuit alleging that uh, voters in Texas and elsewhere are having their votes diluted by having votes illicitly counted under illegal laws in these other states. And, you know, that's fundamentally what's at issue here. Did these states uh, conduct their elections in a way that we can be confident of the outcome that we should, A, allow their electoral college slates to go uh, forward as if nothing happened? And I don't think that is the case. The courts may intervene, state legislatures may intervene, and in the end, Congress may reject electors as well. So uh, this fight isn't going to be over um, until January 20th, if then. And we still haven't seen signature audits, just recounts of ballots that uh, have already been counted. So what about that? Well, that's in Georgia, where... Uh, the signatures of those uh, using the vote-by-mail opportunity to vote were not validly uh, compared uh, to the original voter record, which is the allegation. And so until that's done, uh, uh, there's an issue as to uh, the provenance of those ballots and whether they can be treated as valid. Now, you know about the 1997 Foster versus Love case decided by the Supreme Court. Apparently, uh, on a vote of nine to nothing, the court ruled that federal law requires that elections be decided on a single day, by midnight election day. So what do you think of raising that argument before the Supreme Court this time around? Well, I've always highlighted that law. It's 3 U.S.C. Section 1. Your viewers can look it up. And it essentially says that we're supposed to pick the electors on election day. And never before, at least in modern American history, did we have one result on election day that was changed in multiple states by counting that continued after election day. And 
and I'm talking about President Trump won these states on Election Day, and that outcome uh, was changed as a result of extraordinary and unprecedented counting after Election Day. And all the problems that have resulted from that have put us in the place we're in now. And federal law also requires that if they don't pick electors on Election Day, the states, uh, the state legislatures can uh, step in and see and do what they need to do uh, uh, to pick uh, a slate of electors, which is what I think those who are concerned about the compromised elections are asking the state legislatures to do now. And Tom, I know you predicted this election mess. In chapter four of your book, you sounded the alarm about dirty voter rolls, mail-in balloting. You pointed out that in California alone, 58 counties have voter registration rates exceeding 100% of age-eligible citizens. Now, regardless of who is ultimately sworn in as president on January 20th, what do we need to do to protect the integrity of our elections? Uh, we need to clean up the election rolls to make sure if we're going to do mail-in balloting, uh, the ballots are being sent and received from lists that are somewhat clean. Uh, but we really need to get away from mail-in balloting because it is so unsecure. Uh, only, I think, two states have strong voter ID requirements tied to mail-in balloting. Everything else is just pinky promises, frankly. Uh, we need uh, citizenship verification. Uh, it's too easy for non-citizens to vote in our elections because no one checks to make sure that only citizens are registered, practically speaking. Uh, and uh, we also need to stop ballot harvesting, which allows uh, strangers to go around collecting ballots and presumably doing whatever they want with them uh, without much check. Uh, so those are the various issues that we need to approach to, to deal with to preserve and protect future elections. But in the meantime, all those issues, I think, should be litigated or brought before state legislators before they start messing with our uh, the election results from 2020. Finally, Tom, we can't let you go without asking about Attorney General Barr's decision to appoint John Durham as a special counsel, extending the investigation of the Russia probe and crossfire hurricane. Your thoughts on that? Because a lot of people wanted to see some big name indictments. Those haven't come. Do we need an outside independent prosecutor to, to investigate the Justice Department? Yeah, I mean, that's been one of the uh, key issues is that you've had the Justice Department investigating itself. The FBI is part of the Justice Department as well. Uh, the president, in my view, should point, uh, appoint uh, an outside special prosecutor to look at all of these issues. Uh, I was disappointed the attorney general made this appointment uh, in secret prior to the election. It's amazing how all these decisions by the Justice Department all tend to inure to the benefit of, of the opponents of President Trump, while those wanting the rule of law promoted uh, can't seem to get much in the way of justice from the Justice Department. And uh, Durham's been uh, a big fail in my in my estimation. Uh, there have been no serious prosecutions of uh, high-level people, let alone investigations. And my concern is uh, they've stayed away from people like Obama, Biden, Hillary Clinton, and have ignored wrongdoing by senior officials in the Obama administration and in the deep state. And I'm not seeing any evidence they're going to do much of different, even if Durham's a special counsel. I think the special counsel appointment guarantees we get a report, not prosecutions. Okay, your book is A Republic Under Assault, The Left's Ongoing Attack on American Freedom. Tom Fitton, president of Judicial Watch, we appreciate you. Thank you again for joining us with your time and insights.
You're welcome.